0: Hey, what's going on? It's Stokely from So So Delay. What's going on? <laughs> you know, I like to, unfortunately, you know, gossip is not a good thing. And um, even the Bible says, you know, don't run towards like, well, I'm not totally a shorter verse. I'm not that, you know, I'm not really that educated in the Bible. But the, um, I think there's somewhere that says something about, you know, don't run towards trouble. Well, you know, I'm always saying flee from evil and I don't know exactly where that occurs in, but I don't know if that even occurs there, but I like to think that it does. Flee from evil, right? So there's a probably a part where it says, don't run towards, look this person, I let them in and they're giving me the stink face. Anyhow. the um, <laughs> Don't let them bother me, disturb my tranquility and my peace. I I shouldn't have invested uh, even words into that. But anyhow, I said flee from evil, right? But um, I think there's something about... There's something about, like... um, Don't run towards gossip and stay away from gossip and stuff. Like, gossip is not good. But there's no buts about it. So, the... I was watching... uh, I was just... uh, What was I doing? I was watching... Scanning through YouTube, not really much has been interesting to me on YouTube as of lately. Um, most of the channels that I subscribe to, you know, like I said, I'm trying to stay away from listening to the war. And and then the rest of them are just, uh, they're not really saying much of anything. But the, um, the health, I listened to some health stuff today. There's a guy named Dr. I forgot what his name was. But um, he's just saying the different paths towards longevity. And um, he's been saying the same things that I've learned. We're all coming to a consensus. We're all converging. All the information is converging. Get enough sleep. Get enough water. Um, Manage stress. Stay away from sugar. Exercise. Well, I don't really talk about exercise. I don't talk about exercising that much. Um, but exercise. Associate with the right people. Associate with the right people. Constructive, positive people. People that put out good energy and give you good vibes and, and teach you good things. Um, and he elaborated. Also, he said, you know, also think positive on top of that. So I'm all, I'm, I'm trying to do that myself and I talk about that. So, you know, it's all. Everybody's converging towards the consensus that these are the things that we need to do to have longevity. It's the same thing that Brian Johnson does. He gets a lot of rest. He exercises. Um, I don't know if he manages stress. I don't know if he does that. He doesn't really talk about that. He talks more about the physical, chemical, biological, whatever um, part of it. He doesn't talk about a spiritual, psychological portion of it. Besides, um... You know what benefits he gets from? Oh, vitamin D. He also big on vitamin D. The doctor, going back to the doctor that I'm talking about, big on vitamin D. All this stuff keeps you young. So, and I've been talking about getting sunlight, getting sunlight, exercising, staying away from sugar, getting enough sleep, associating with the right people, um, managing stress. Those are, those are the basic things. Those are the things that you got to do. Keep yourself young. And he even elaborated to show that, you know, we're not necessarily all the same. Like I said during my post about health advocacy, you know, people, African American or whatever you want to call us, um, we have some things that are different. It's not about superiority or inferiority or none of that we have certain health complications that are culturally based, I would say. He also talked about how stress can make you sick. So anyhow, you can take that any way you want it and go down the line of no, you know what I'm talking about. So um, a victim mentality, he says, make you sick. A victim mentality make you sick. So if you're attacked, well, you know, of course you're going to be sick, right? Come on now. Anyhow, I don't have if I have to justify that. You know, I'm a capitalist. So I don't really want to have to explain it to y'all because if I explain it, it's gonna be offensive. So, um, next thing, he said we need to get more sunlight than people of lighter skin. People who have lighter skin, they only need to be out in the, t- the sun a little bit, which is understandable because those cold places of Europe and all that, you gotta be indoors most of the time. But if you pop out for a little bit and get some sunlight, you have enough sunlight. You have enough dosage of the vitamin D that's necessary for you. So, in the case of people with darker skin like myself, we need to get way more sunlight. We need to get out there, get in the sun, yeah, get that sunlight. So, um, but that's not really what I wanted to talk about. I was just sharing what I was entertaining myself with today. Um... that i listen to is circles around health and stuff like that but outside of that health stuff is about just um sometimes a little financial stuff but that's kind of clear that's a little more simple managing your finances is way more simple than taking proper care of your health um if you're disciplined enough to even try to take care of your health even a little bit of a you know even a little bit then you'll be disciplined enough to manage your finances i mean you know that definitely eats through your finances is uh, buying food outside. Oh, yeah, and that's what I want. One thing I wanted to share, too, before I get to what I really want to share. But what I wanted to share also, like growing up, my parents and my grandparents, they always say, don't eat on the street. Don't eat on the street. Well, that may be for a multitude of reasons. One, the reason I thought they said that was the reason why I thought they. Hmm, the reason I believe they said that is, is a multitude of reasons. Primarily, if someone else is around you in your presence that's starving and hungry, it's not really appropriate or fair for you to be chomping down and eating and enjoying and savoring your food right in front of this hungry person. So it's better you go home and eat your food. Don't eat while you're outdoors. Don't eat in the outdoors. That's, you know, you know, don't eat... Uh, yeah because people might be around who are starving and you know you're just basically bringing temptation to them to, to knock you over there. not necessarily knock you over there but you're making them feel bad and it's not it's not really good to to flaunt whatever you're doing or flaunt your food in front of people other people might not have food you know what i mean and then, you know uh, let me and, and that inspires a thought that inspires the thought that I'm gonna go off on a tangent. That may explain why people shouldn't really have public displays of affection, also. But I don't know. People don't really display affection publicly, anyway. But this is why you know social media is like a, this is a, is a is a is a is a disturbing thing. People like to post their food. People like to post their relationships. Post their trips, and it's been making people crazy. It's been making people depressed and get anxiety because they see someone else enjoying food, enjoying a relationship or at least on a uh, overt level like a Will and Jada, right? Couple goals, right? So, um, sharing too much. Anyhow, so one reason I think they said don't eat on the street is because it'll make other people feel bad. Um, so you want to do unto others as you would have done unto you. Additionally, I think they said don't eat on the street because one of my uncles was allegedly poisoned. Uh at a bar or a restaurant. I think it was a, I think it was a bar. It could have been a restaurant. But he was allegedly poisoned. Um So um that may be another reason why they said it, but I think it's primarily because it makes other people feel bad. But I mean you and I, and know, we all know that, you know, buying food outside, buying fast food, you're taking a risk about how the food is handled recently oh my goodness recently there's a public school in where was it i think it's long island it's not long island somewhere see this long island new jersey somewhere in the tri-state area because i saw it on the free tri-state news where a cafeteria worker put bleach and bodily fluids inside of the kids lunches and thankfully he was arrested um so we know that eating outside is a very dangerous thing. Thankfully, you know some of the schools out here they do not provide free lunches; they do not cook any lunches, um, and uh, that 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 definitely um, and, and and that definitely prevents it becoming from it becoming corrupted or being contaminated or tampered with or you know whatever. So, um. It's good to it's good to not eat outside make your own lunches bring your own lunches you know like just like the old days you know oh and then you know the food is made with love and all of that but anyhow I didn't really want to talk about that either but I want to talk about something like going back to the gossip and all of that I was watching YouTube so somebody was talking about oh oh. Oh, the preacher guy that I listen to, the young preacher guy that, you know, wears hoodies and sweatshirts and jeans and probably got some tattoos somewhere, you know, it's kind of shocking to see these pastors that are the same age or younger than you, and um, I mean, like I said, I'm not really devout, I don't know the Bible very well, but I still like to watch their shows because it takes me out of my negative mindset for the most part, typically most of them are saying something inspiring, saying something that's not harmful and, you know, harmful and disrespectful and violent things. I kind of enjoy sometimes entertaining myself with those things because they make me feel empowered. They make me feel empowered, but that's not a good way to find empowerment. I think you should find empowering so anyhow i listen to these pastors because they f- usually have an empowering message that's not just empowering but it's positive so now another thing that i find empowering that's negative though is rap music rick ross is one of my favorites the way how he delivers the his confidence and the forcefulness behind his delivery and um uh, i even admire some of his business acumen the fact that he owns restaurants and and he's invested in different things so anyhow uh recently so the pastor guy that i was that i listened to on youtube uh brought to my attention that there's uh there's like a you could call him a conscious rapper i don't think i wouldn't say he's mm, yeah you could call him a conscious rapper he also mentions god a lot so he might be some kind of christian or Hebrew-Israelite, or I don't know exactly what he is. He might just be like me, like he's just scared of God. You know, I'm scared. I don't see him mentioning Jesus. So it seems like he's a deist of some kind. Um, So I would say lean towards Judaism or something like that. So, and he keeps his head covered. Well, his hair is on his head, so I don't really see it. He's not, he doesn't keep his head covered. He's, he has a lot of hair. He has dreads. But anyhow, the um, the rapper now, the conscious rapper guy um, called out Rick Ross and Meek Mills and some other person regarding a destructive song that they were singing you know another rap song you know these songs that make us feel empowered make us feel strong make us feel machismo make us feel um like we're tough and we're bad and nobody can hurt us and nothing can hurt us and we're you know if you if you do something wrong to me i'm gonna i'm gonna get revenge i'm gonna hurt you i'm gonna put you in your place and whatever whatever make you feel bigger than you are or whatever the case may be right so so the rapper's name is D one, D E E number one. So I guess he's saying V one. It's like saying Neo. You know, Neo is the one, you know what I mean? Neo is one. So he's calling himself D D One. Instead of just making you figure it out. I don't know what his name is. What his real name is. But anyhow, he called out Rick Ross, Meek Mills, and some other artists saying, listen, you guys are on the campaign for prison reform for uh you know the, the the campaign that uh you know Kim Kardashian is working on the one that Kim Kardashian went and signed with uh the former president you know the jail prison reform to release some people who are doing a long sentences for small amounts of drugs or doing long sentences for um for for for, for, for non-violent crimes or doing long sentences because they're just drug users Or doing long sentences for whatever reason right so Meek Mills and Rick Ross are supposedly from from what I'm taking from the guys chastising of them are both campaigners for prison reform at least they were because nobody's talking about that anymore that was that was something that was going on during 2016 to 2020 I think uh, I think uh, prison reform was achieved to some measure and as a result, nobody's talking about it anymore. But now they're still making music. It seems like, uh, I don't know, man, but just going off a tangent, it seems like uh, Meek Mill is getting blacklisted because none of the videos, even though Re- Meek Mill's responded, nobody plays his his response. Nobody plays or quotes, quotes or cites his response. Anyhow, Rick Ross responded. Oh, Okay, so the guy D1 said, Rick Ross and Mick Mills, you know, it's unfortunate. I'm paraphrasing. It's unfortunate you gentlemen who are champions of prison reform are on a song talking about um, shooting and killing people and assassinating people at stoplights and all these other things. You can do better than that. You know better. You know better than that. He said, you know better than that. You know better than that. So, This guy, D1, he was on a large platform. He was on Sway in the morning. And I pretty much think that a lot of these guys pay, their publicists pay, or they pay to be on these shows because I've never heard of this gentleman. So he's not buzzing to the point where I went on his Instagram, I followed him. He has about 860,000 followers. He doesn't even have have a million followers. So for him to get on Sway... Rap music doesn't really make money like that, but according to this young man, he's already financially successful. He's a professor at Tufts University and he's an associate professor at Harvard University and he also does a lot of charity work and he talks about God, so he does a lot of positive stuff and he goes to the prisons and gives out books or you know food and clothes and all kind of stuff like that to the to poor kids in the community where he's from. He's from Louisiana somewhere. So he's trying to change the narrative, he's trying to put a positive spin on everything. Um, and be uh, and give back. So Rick Ross didn't know who this young man was and said, listen, before you tell me that I this is Rick Ross, I'm paraphrasing. before you tell me to stop making my <laughs> I'm gonna chide him at the same time. before you tell me to stop making my hyper violent, fratricidal, um, homicidal, self hating, Music, before you tell me that, before you tell me stop doing that, look at the charity work that I've done. Look at how many shoes I gave out. Look at how many clothes I gave out. Look at how many blah, blah 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 I gave out. Look at how many um, Meek Mills gave out. Da, 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 da. How, how many bicycles I gave out. Da, 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 da. And, um, you know. So that's what happened regarding that. That's what the, that was the exciting part of my day, I guess. Well, it's more exciting than that because just being alive, just being able to survive. I took a, I had, oh man, this is too much information, but let's, let's talk about it. I had diarrhea today. Uh, yesterday I took a poop that was probably 18 inches long. So I'm pretty happy about my whole digestive system working. You know, typically when you have in diarrhea, from my understanding, your body's trying to save itself. It's trying to purge itself of some kind of contaminant that's that's not 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 really good for you, or or it's, it's not really appreciating what you put in there. So it's like, a, you know what? Eject, you know, get that out of here, man. We're not even gonna process it. Just get it out of here. So, had yeah, some pizza yesterday. Then had the same pizza today, but you know, cheese, yeah, dairy is no good, man. Dairy is terrible, man. So. So D1 responded to that, but and and said some other things. But all he said was, all he really did was explain that. Listen, Rick Ross, you know you you diss me, but I'm not gonna disrespect you. You're one, yeah. I, I I like your music. I like you as a, I like you as an artist, whatever. I look up to you, whatever. You know, you're elder, you're, you know, you're elder in the music. But you know, you know better than that. And even though you said you give out this and give out that, I also do these things in the community, and I don't sing negativity. I don't preach violence been um successful in the music business and you're at a high point you know and you're using your platform still to push a violent narrative in our communities so you know that was all about that now me you know i'm always chiding on how rap music is uh destructive and so far, I mean, you know, people like to push negativity and respond negatively to positivity. Sometimes it irks the demon that's in them and they get mad and they have backlash. But most of the people that I saw in the comments were agreeing with D1, which is right. In that we know better. You know what I mean? Rap music is probably the only genre where we're pushing violence and, and, and the person that we're telling, uh, that we're preaching killing, is our own uh, community members, our the own members of our neighborhood, like it has no respect for the neighborhood. Like the only thing that they want to do with the neighborhood is get gain the street credibility of the neighborhood so they can sell more records. To say that I'm I'm from here, I'm from there, whatever the case may be. Uh, yeah, I'm from here, so buy my record. I'm from here, so I'm legitimately a tough guy. Buy my record. So, you know, and a funny thing. Uh, I don't want to get into any conspiracy stuff. Um, but the, um, so it was pretty interesting seeing someone and then, you know, I usually don't like to listen to any new music. i stick to my old music or if, uh, if my son is listening to a new song, like some, um, I don't know. He got me into Skrillex, no Skillet. I'm sorry. He got me into Skillet. He got me into Imagine Dragons and he got me into, uh, a little bit of Weekend. He got me into, uh. Most of these are like in cartoons and stuff like that. A little bit of Lady Gaga stuff, he got me into. So you know, some of the shows that he watches, they use these music, these songs as background music. So I really just get exposed to new music with through whatever he watches. Um, I don't really check out new music, but I ended up checking out D1's raps. Man, eh, you know, he did a freestyle on Sway's show. Um, and it was very good I think I I found it very good I mean you know he he mixes a little secular in with his no he mixes in a little bit of religion once in a while with what he's talking about because you know I think that's what he's you know like the people in the comments are saying that, that you know what Rick Ross is talking about in his songs about killing people and all of that that doesn't enrich you. That doesn't help you. That doesn't help you cope with life. That doesn't help you deal with your situation. It doesn't. It doesn't teach you anything positive. Now, if this guy D one now, you know, he's teaching you about his religion. Well, not necessarily, but he's talking about God, which is, like I said, the invisible filler. I hope I don't get punished for that. But I, I can't. I, 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 I want. I want my rights. I want my. I want my credit for coming up with that. With that phrase, invisible filler. No, don't don't you can take it. You can have it. Anybody can have it as long as you use it the right way, please. The invisible filler. So, anyhow, um you can go back to my invisible filler post to hear about that. So, anyhow, so the message that D1 is preaching and teaching is much more sustainable and helpful. And one thing D1 said is yeah, Rick Ross, listen, you gave out 250 turkeys, but your song, Preaching Violence, went out to millions. So, are you saying that you giving out turkeys absolves you of the preaching of violence and crime? Now, you know, you and I, and everyone who gives it a chance to empathize and, 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 and whatever you want to call it knows why rick ross uses that kind of bravado violence preaching and all that yada, yada. it feels empowering this is why we watch bad girls club this is why we watch jerry springer and, and maury and all these people fighting the fighting the war it gives you purpose you know people go to eh, let me not go too far so people you know it gives you purpose Like me personally, I know it well. Mm -hmm. My anger gives me purpose. My anger gives me focus. My anger focuses. My love doesn't really focus me. My love doesn't really motivate me. Enough. As much as anger does. Anger will have me respond immediately. Love will have me have a delayed response. So... You know, that's why people encourage love, you know what I mean? I guess, you know. It'll make you think about things first before you, you do things sometimes, you know. It's, 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 love, is, a, a, is a, I would think, is a higher vibration than hate and anger. It's a low vibration energy. So, the beats are... Lo- <laughs> no, let's not go there. So, the, uh, so, Rick Ross is using a model that's been successful all this time. We've had gangster movies since the 19... 19- I don't know. 1930s. I have a copy of the movie Little Caesar. Like, there's a guy named Little C's, Little Caesar. That's that wrapped with Biggie Smalls when Biggie Smalls just came out. He's named after Little Caesar from the movie. Little Caesar is a 1930s movie. I have a copy of it. It's a black and white movie. So, gangsterism, crime with a Scarface or nino brown look how look how long the movie scarface has lived on in its influence um there's so much violence and disgusting disgusting horrible violence they cut a guy in half with a chainsaw they kill a guy with a chainsaw in that movie and this is not a zombie movie that's theoretical it's more like a real story the way how it has happened that traumatized me that definitely traumatized me I I think that traumatized me and I saw that movie when I was young I saw the first time I watched Scarface I was probably about 8 years old I think we played it when my father was away or something because we used to rent rent VHS movies and, 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 and you know it was pretty expensive to rent a movie still cheaper than going to the movies though anyhow I got something to do, though, but, yo, man, yo, y'all take care, man, y'all be positive, man, y'all take care, man, flee from evil, you know, stay away from the gossip one, like me, you know, but, you know, I wasn't, I I wasn't, I I, I was, uh, the gossip today, it led me in the right place, it led me in a good place, where I was renewed in my belief of whatever I believe that, you know, rap music is dangerous, and, um, you know, we need to do better regarding the things that we let into our temple, into our eyes, into our ears, and all that. Yada, 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 yada. Yo, thanks.